Hello and welcome to this final boss fight audio podcast of Masks of Nialatotep, where a group of intrepid investigators face ancient horrors and global conspiracies as dark schemes herald the end of the world. My name is Jeff and I am the Keeper of Arcane Law for this campaign. So, without any further delay, let us begin. Hey. Right. Hello, good evening, and welcome to Final Boss Fights. My name is Jeff, and as always, I'll be your Keeper of Arcane Law for the evening, also known as the Keeper. I am joined tonight by a slightly reduced um, number of players. I'm joined by Patrick. Hello, everybody. I'm joined by Ben. Greetings. Mm. I'm joined by Brian. Hello, and do not go searching for the checky, for the chick, for the chickly cuddly as the Cherokee called Sasquatch. <laughs> and well, now I just I, want to go and get it. <laughs> and Robin. Hello. And we are back with <clears throat> Masks of Nyala Totus. But I'm just going to turn my microphone down a little bit because I think that's peaking something terrible. Uh, let's call it. Let's reduce it <clears throat> by 50%. Sorry, Windows has been playing with my settings again, so hopefully that's good and that'll do. <laughs> right. Well, we'll soon find out. That's soon find Windows out. <laughs> we are back with Master Nialat Hotep and uh, the recap this week. Ben, I believe you're doing the recap this week, so over to you. Take it away. Hi. Uh, 22nd March, 1921. Attack of the Karasiri. No, no, that doesn't sound right. Oh, God, coming out with titles is hard. Anyway, probably jumping ahead of myself for the sake of making down these notes. Uh, start at the beginning and catch up before we uh, get this story really beginning. Uh, hired by Augustus Larkin for an archaeology expedition a few days ago. Didn't think much of it. Thought, you know, I'd be there for protection of wild animals, blah, yada, yada, yada. But uh, couldn't help but uh, chase the idea of uh, being one of those adventure stories with those uh, archaeologists you read about. But even I had to make it up myself. <laughs> but it would seem that we've got ourselves into a bigger story than expected. And found that our benefactor may potentially be connected to a death cult. Yeah. And his second-in-command coincidentally mentioned in an archaeized uh, text from years of the past. Hundreds at least. But seeing the death of the museum and the bodies seemingly being having their fat removed at speed somehow, it was fairly to see that this wasn't normal. But uh, this made us more that we couldn't trust our employer, so we decided to go ahead and try and get the prize ourselves and race there. Being a bit sneaky, of course, so to get a few days' head start without them knowing. Now, we caught a boat to Milando and uh, well, we caught a train to Puno. Well, hopefully we would find some tips to go forth, as Jackson said there would be a woman there known as Nira, who would have some information for us. But as we journeyed on, the, we trained our friends to shoot their guns without losing any of their body parts. But, uh, yeah, they're no crack shot, but in a pinch at least they'll have a chance. Anyway, I jump ahead to Puno. Grabbed equipment, usual bits, and, well, the doc had to get himself a donkey. But, <laughs> as what I was expecting, to be fair. Anyway, anyway, as we're going through Puno, we kept noticing that we've got tons of side glances and people watching us. Hard to tell whether they're just watching us or following us, but uh, they were definitely watching us, and uh, we need to keep an eye out on that. 
It's all that uh, we might think that we're involved with the Karasi, you know, those uh, fat suckers that uh, might be legend, but probably not. Let's face it, we've seen evidence of it now, who knows? Well, we had to go and meet Nero on an island in the middle of a lake who told us of a story of a... Uh, but it was passed down for generations about an evil god that fell into the lake of Titicaca and caused hunger and devoured everything along the land until he tricked the god uh, Anika, uh, tricked it into a burrow and trapped it. And then basically ended up making it hallowed ground and had a temple put on top of it, telling the people, make sure that it was built out of this particular gold to stop it from coming free. Only several miles, so just south of Puno. Um, we're told that the artifact which we had actually belongs to this temple. Which goes to say that perhaps this temple is the real after all, who knows? But we should return it. 70 miles south of Puno. We'll talk about a few miles, eh? <laughs> Good news, though, no roads. So that means that the trucks won't catch us up so easy when they, tr they finally get into Puno. Well, we've begun our, our journey now, walking the route and through the natures of Peru, and it's been a fair travel for our first day before we having to camp for the night. I was just sitting down and started writing this when we got ambushed by an oddity. Hard to see, but it was a scraggy old man when he came down. Knife in hand with a mouth wide, circular, with a long tongue. Well, Flint got it down with his shotgun, but he wasn't dead for long. Got straight back up again. Shot it down again, held it down, did everything we could until that gold bar. That gold bar did the trick and took it out. Anyway... Long story short, we took it down by pushing the gold bar into it. But uh, we don't know what we're facing. But we do know that the gold helps. So that's something. This story's getting interesting and I don't know if we're going to survive the next part, but we're in too deep now. If it is a death cult, it looks like we need to take care of it before it takes care of us. And to add to that, Larkin should be arriving in Puno today. The race is truly on. Love it. I love it. Really enjoyed that. Thanks very much. Thanks very much for that. So, we rejoin the action on the morning of Wednesday, the 23rd of March, 1921. How is everybody feeling after a rather eventful night? Frustrated, but well armed with camera this time. So, Hopeful that this day will be a bit more, a bit more constructive. Uh, Flint will have been sleeping kind of with one eye open. Hmm, that's impressive. <laughs> it's gonna hurt. I've seen you rolling over during the night. Uh, I'm, I'm a very light sleeper. Certainly when I'm out in the wilds, got to keep the senses sharp. Well, considering what we saw last night, I think that makes sense. Personally, uh, I feel all right. I got a good sleep before it got on to be watched, so I'm set if nothing else. How's Tim? Yeah, feeling? definitely. Set. <laughs> How's Tim feeling this morning? Uh, Tim is all right. He slept as best as he could, uh, but kept his gun close by. Doctor Reinhardt. You... Sorry, Karen. Oh, no, no, I was going to say, I hope you didn't have it loaded, keeping it close by. Dr. Right. No, <laughs> no, I actually was ready to use it as a club. 
Oh, I remember you doing that in the Reign of Terror game. <laughs> um, so, Dr. Reinhardt Bauer is looking a bit worse for wear. The high altitude combined with his already um, weak constitution, he's not feeling too well. So he's probably going to stay towards the back of the group and stay on his donkey and try and get through as best he can for the next part of the journey. Um, Jackson Elias is up and raring to go. He's probably up before the rest of you. Um, she says, well, gentlemen, we've still got a long way ahead of us. I suggest we get moving as soon as possible. Cover the most amount of ground we can. We can't let Larkin get there first. I definitely agree with you there. So he puts his... I've got it. I've got one here, actually. I can't wear it over my headphones, but he puts he puts his hat on, and he's <laughs> just about works. Puts his pipe in his mouth. It's not it's not got any tobacco in it at the moment. He just like puts it in just to like have it in his have it in his mouth to chew on. Um, and without any further delay, unless there's anything else anybody really wants to do, you can set off on the next day's journey. Uh, Flint will probably go over to, um, the body of the thing that came last night and just give it a quick once over, see if there's any, like, unusual markings or anything. The body, the body itself burnt to ash. Oh, the, okay, force, the, the yeah, the, the gold bar. I said if it did leave anything behind, that might be interesting. Um, just for laughs. Now that, now that it's daylight and you see the ash, um, can you all make me intelligence rolls, please? Make me intelligence rolls, just to get just to get the dice rolling. <laughs> it's too early in the morning for these people. They're barely awake. Evidently, evidently. I'm good at one or two things, and this is one of them. <laughs> so, Gideon and Tim. Um, as the others are probably distracted getting their things together, you remember something about the gold bar. You remember that there was when you found when it when it was when it was found in the museum. It's like there was burnt skin on it, even though it wasn't hot. It's like where someone had tried to hold it and they couldn't hold it because it was like touching a boiling hot kettle. There was like burnt skin on it, and now you're looking at the ash. And it does look like this thing was incinerated when you held the gold bar down on it. Just a little something to mull over as you're getting ready. Do they look like they were affected in the same way? Or is the, sin the skin searing and the incineration different effects? You'd think it's... It looks to be like the same cause, as if something had been affected by extreme heat or fire, essentially. Cool. Uh, <coughs> just pick it up and just sort of really just circumspectly gently touch it against Mr. Elias just super quick just you know just be safe just be safe he just looks at you goes I think I know just what checking, you're doing but no As I, I, can't, I can't blame you we need to be sure who we can trust I don't blame you I, ho I hope I passed your little test. I'm it a scientist at heart. Let me <laughs> just say that. 
Well, uh, that's a good idea. <laughs> Hold on, everyone. Touch the bar. I think we all have at one point anyway, but let's just mm. touch the bar. Make sure we haven't leached in the night or anything like that. Well, nobody take human form, whatever they are. I don't know what on earth does that or changes like that. <laughs> you think they can we take our form? Have us among us? Well, it's more along the lines of this. If these things can take our form as well, I mean, hell, we've all got to go to the toilet at one point and you kind of go a little bit of a, out of eyeline for that. All I know is that that looked human until it opened its jaw. And then it's changed into dust the moment it got held down by the gold, so... I don't know what the does that. There was obviously something in nature and science which does the trick, but the gold reveals it. Now, if it's impersonating us... Well, I I just want to be sure. I'm, I'm literally going to go and touch that gold straight away, just to see... Look, when it comes down to it, I feel like this is a way that we can trust each other, considering that we only met each other a few days ago. Now, if there is something far and beyond our intelligence, I'd much like to know by our own intelligence what we can do and what we can trust. Do you agree? Touch this bar. Against the donkey. Just, just. Uh, <laughs> I personally agree and would like to say I'd rather face those ape men, Francois Deloise. Uh, spoke of encountering Lana around those things we encountered last night. You all Don't touch the bar. You all touch the bar, and it's just a perfectly normal gold bar, slightly cool to the touch as gold is. No, no effects, no burning sensation, no effect at Good. all on you. If only it weren't made of one of the heaviest metals, we could use it as a as a fact of bludgeoning implement. Uh, to be fair, I was thinking the same sort of thing. I'm much more of a person who likes to take their targets out at a distance. Um, well, if we all make it through this, let's all invest in some golden bullets, shall we? <laughs> it's uh, well. The only thing is, we don't know if it's the gold or. What made the carvings? Because I'm, I'm guessing there's a, a chemical thing, but carving into gold that that takes a chemically thing, doesn't it? I think the chemical explanation is much more realistic than the mystic symbols. Let's just let's. Well, just... exactly. Yeah, yes, yes. I'm certain it's some sort of advanced allergic reaction or something. And that's it. Now, that is an excellent thing to know. Now, I don't think any of us even have the capability of trying to, one, figure out what it is or do anything with it, but uh, I might take some time learning to how to swing that damn thing. Because I can imagine that will come in handy. Certainly. Mm. Something to do, maybe if we encounter something before reaching the temple, but as... Well, this is it, when it comes down to it. It's back on the door to make sure none of those things can get out or in, or do anything. Well, exactly. We, we have an, a method of attack which we know works. We need to use it as best we can. Now, I know that I'm quite good with a, with a fight, but obviously I need a bit more practice. I was not as much use as I hoped to be last night. Oh, I think the mulching of its head was pretty effective. <laughs> oh no, we got there in the end. There's no denying that. But we need to be better. If there's more than one, if we act like last night, we'd be screwed. Agreed. Agreed. So, mm. 
starting out on the journey and today whereas yesterday was dry and fairly sunny today it's raining i was going to say flint would be looking around just kind of trying to find the best route for the party to traverse so right. like make sure no one falls into any kind of mires or swamps of course, of course. or any trip hazards well you're doing that i'm gonna uh... I'm going to take my uh, tarp and try and make a cover for the sake of uh, Reinhardt. We need to make sure that our doctor stays strong so he can keep us strong. We seem to take the worst of it last night. He is looking quite He's pale. By the way, yeah. He's looking quite pale. And I'm pale. covering my camera with my coat. <laughs> um, so, we've got a donkey. Donkey can take his weight. I can take his weight. So basically, my plan is to get a tarp over him and I'll basically carry him for the time being or we can get him onto the donkey. I don't know about fastening anyone to a donkey, though. That's the only thing. Let's see, Flint, you've done a little bit more woodsy side of things, haven't you? I can certainly give it a go. Does anyone have any rope? Oh, we've got rope. That's no trouble at all. We made sure we were pro we got our provisions all set, mate. <laughs> uh, yeah, in that case, Just I'm going to try and... Tie um, Dr. Reinhardt to the donkey. Just make so sure he doesn't fall underneath. Very good. Sorry, what was that? I... What, was that? what was that, Tim? Sorry. Just don't tie it around his neck. Around the doctor's neck. <laughs> I, I just, as I say, just try and make sure that he doesn't slide underneath. I don't think he wants that kind of a weakening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Flint will tie the doctor on. Okay. Right, good. Right, in which the, case... Give uh, a good slap on the bum to get it good moving. No, 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 no! I've just seen Duncan start running. No, no! <laughs> he disappears over the horizon. No, he doesn't. <laughs> um, after a few hours of travelling, again, it is horrible weather, miserable weather, just like the rain just does not let up at all. Um, probably getting towards noon as the sun is getting to its highest point can you all make me listen rolls please listen yeah, rolls good. might have been better having the dog all right let's give it a try <laughs> yeah damn the ears damn everyone's ears <laughs> Well, in that case, it's going to be Jack's. It's going to be um, actually. I'm going to say it's Doctor Bauer, who's riding along on the who's riding along on the donkey. And he goes, "Did you hear that? That sounds like gunfire coming from up ahead." And as you listen, you as he's drawn your attention to it, you listen, and you can hear the sounds of gunfire coming from a hill up ahead, about half a mile away. Civilization! Oh god. Uh, um, no, no, no. Forget civilization side of things, there's gunfire going off. Uh, well, My time in the woods has kind of always said to stay away from danger, but this I is the only kind of sign of where we could be going. Uh, hey, Giddy. Uh, you do photos, right? I certainly do. And uh, that that does... Uh, do you do the long-distance ones? 
Uh, I'm mostly into uh, portraiture at the moment, some landscaping. Uh, I haven't brought my special lenses for long distance shots, but I'm really mostly experimenting with, you know, the color process and the making sure the exposure times. Are- all right, all right, all right, all right. I, I get you, I get you. Um, all right, plan B, plan B then. Um, if you can't zoom from here, uh, all right, who's stealthy? Who can, who can hide? Because we need um, to get a closer look at what enough we're getting ourselves into, especially if we've got a sick, a sick compatriot with us. My talents rely on people paying attention to me, unfortunately. <laughs> no, I mean, I've hidden a little while hunting big game, but... Well, that's the thing, I've got a dash of stuff that I'm nowhere near as good as it used to be. Might be a case of uh, trying it, in which case... Flynn, you come with me. Gideon. You stay back, keep an eye on everything. Aye, aye. We're going to leave this to you. We're going to leave the dock in your hands. And let's face it, when it comes down to it, if we're going to get ourselves accidentally into a fight, I think it's going to be best me and Flynn. Agreed. We do need your help. Jackson stays I behind us. Trying... Jackson stays behind as well. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Just do us a favour. Tim, are you coming will... with us? I'm coming. All right. Now you behind us. If anything yes. goes wrong, we are going to try our best to give you a signal, a clear signal, that we have compatriots, other people hiding out. What I'm going to require you to do is to take your gun. I need you to run back and forth and fire in different locations so it seems like we have a, a fair number out hidden waiting. Misdirection. Uh, ah, yes, that I did. Exactly. I don't have to hit anything, do I? No, 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 no. Please don't shoot in our direction. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. yes, I can. Yes, can do. I'm Good. not going to make you roll for didn't this. I re- Sorry. Didn't I read this in a boys' adventure novel when I was a kid? <laughs> then it must be true. That gives me a lot of encouragement, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to make you roll for it, because as you approach the hill where you heard the gunshots coming from, as you get closer, you can see two figures on top of the hill. One appears to be holding a rifle. The other one is on the ground. Right. And we don't know. We don't know. Think about what we went through last night. Mm. This might not be murder. This might be self-defense. As we you don't know how many of those things are. Sorry, carry on. As as you get close, as you get closer, you hear gunshots in your direction, not at you, but in your direction. As if it's like warning shots. Uh, friendly. We're friendly. We're friendly. Amigo, throw hands up and all that. Amigo, they might just <laughs> throw himself no, onto I, the I, 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 Amigo, amigo, uh, uh, speaky, me speaky. Uh, <laughs> no harm, no harm. Just stay down for a moment the, until we know what we're dealing with. All right. <laughs> the man standing up with a rifle just like starts spouting a lot of fast-paced Spanish at you. So much that it's difficult to understand what he's uh, saying, but you can pick out the words 
Karasiri and um, Flint, you recognise the words "White Devil," and he's like pointing um, the gun, pointing the gun in your direction. It's like quite shakily pointing it, but he is pointing it in your direction. Okay, I'm going to stand up and say to uh, <clears throat> Denver, "You might want to back down, um, back I'm away." I'm trying to back down at the moment, but if I duck away, I have a feeling I'm going to get a bullet between the eyes. Yep. And I'm gonna kind of just walk up to him, um, and kind of, I don't know, try and speak in. I'm gonna be speaking in Spanish and just kind of say, "Look, we mean no harm. He's a friend. He's not a Karasiri." Can you, Flint, make me your choice: charm, fast talk, or persuade? Any of them are very good. <laughs> um, let's have a look. Where's persuade? Give it a go. I'm gonna go for um this is what I'm charm. It's the best one out of the lot. If only I could speak bloody Spanish. <laughs> oh! Wow! I did not expect that to work. Well played. Well played. Tick that off. If you haven't done it already, tick that off. Definitely yeah, tick that, that off. Dang wow. Yeah. You speak All to him. To roll it. <laughs> and, I th and I think because he's um, he's so surprised and pleased to um, hear another Spanish voice, he lowers the rifle and he... Oh, oh senor. Uh, senor, you are not Karasiri. You are not come back to... No. to oh, senor. Oh, muchas gracias, senor. I apologize to any Spanish speakers for what's about to happen, by the way. Um, uh, muchas I'm not gracias, senor. the accent, so... <laughs> um, uh, no, no, he is a foreigner. He is from... Where's, where's Denver from? <laughs> England. England. Uh, He's yeah. from England. Dunwich. Dunwich from England. <laughs> the name means yeah, nothing to you. That was a lot of <laughs> No. No, I didn't think so. The name means the name means nothing to him. Um, oh, senor, um, um, so I, I apologise. My, I, 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 sorry for sh sorry for shooting at you. We thought you were, we thought you were the Karasiri coming back to to finish us off. Um, my name, uh, my name, Julio, Julio Cespedes. Can I, I hope I hope that's a Julio Cespedes. Would I have heard if nothing else? Sorry, the uh, the Karasiri. You would have heard that, yeah. Yeah. Seeing that there's a, a dead, dead body in front of him, I would kind of want to get up there and put the gold bar on it. He, he says, um, this this is my son Dominio. Um, we were he was attacked by a by a Karasiri, uh, only oh. moments ago. In which case, oh, sorry, no mind, never mind. We put the, the gold <laughs> bar away. Oh, and misunderstood, misunderstood. Are we just? Are we just? Taking their word for that? Can't we do at least a little bit of gold prodding? Uh, <laughs> okay, I, I'm gonna try and subtly drop the gold bar so it might accidentally touch. Do not drop a gold bar on a <laughs> Alright, alright, fine, fine, fine. Gideon, you're, right. not Gideon, you're not uh, there. Gideon, you're not there. I was gonna say, <laughs> it, it's what? one of those bits where, uh, I mean, I, I think like I hear a voice in my head that, you know, I, this is no, an artifact. No, I shouldn't drop no, an artifact. That's right. No, right. I'm, I'm not there. <laughs> no, no, when it comes down to it, to be fair, when it comes down to in my background, considering I'm going along with the artifacty side of things and wanting to be my own version of a, 
Olivander Smith. Uh, Orlando Smith. Uh, I will. Sorry. Obviously, hold on. One, I will try to put the gold bar away and then think again. But actually, once again, we haven't trusted each other so far, and it's okay. So, would you permit me to touch the gold to your son and to you, please? He looks at um, Chudio. Looks at Flint. Like no, not understanding what he's saying. I translate and just kind of give him a nod. He like gingerly reaches out and touches the gold bar. No effect on him. Good. And like he beckons you to kneel down to his son, Dominio, and you touch the gold bar to Dominio's I'll say his leg. And again, no um no effect. That's good. It's good. You... I'm just nodding constantly, it's good, it's good. But you do see the three of you, Tim, Flint and um Denver. As you look at Dominio, he is breathing very, very heavily, very like what I say heavily breathing quite shallowly. He's obviously been injured and as you look at his chest his shirt has been torn and a familiar looking circular wound is on his chest I don't care how sick the doc is, the doc needs to fix this I'm pretty much running over to the side and making as many signals as I can but come here, come here and kind of just gently starts bringing them down towards the rest of the group no no, don't, don't touch the damn, look we don't know what injury he's taking. If we end up moving him, we might make things worse. We need to get a doctor here. Look, you talk to the friend. I'm going to go run down and get them because we didn't make any signs or signals for them to actually recognise to come up this way. Yeah, we oh, we need to come up with better plans than this. Oh, yay, yay. God, I wish the sergeant was here now. Anyway, I'll go get them. We'll get the doc up here. Secure the location, all right? You deal with them, I'll go get the others. We'll make sure that this son is okay. Alright? Yeah. Go. I'll leave it in your hands. And I'll make my way and leave him to you. <laughs> uh, yeah. And Flint's just gonna kinda sit down and beckon him to sit down on a nearby rock. And it... Doesn't put his rifle down as well. Mm -hmm. So, oh. you say. Your son was attacked by a Karasiri. You see, um... What, what only... did this Karasiri look like? One was um, wearing... What looked like old clothing. Um, like cotton... He seemed, to, he seemed very old. He had a very bushy beard and very bushy hair. Um, the other one was... Um, was a young woman. Um, she... She looks like she... She's from. She was from Peru. She looks like. In fact, I. I think I've seen her in Puno. Um, they, they attacked my son. I managed to um, frighten him off. I managed. To, I shot my rifle. I hit the man square in the chest, but he. It didn't seem to affect him. Um, but uh, but um, after a few more shots, the um, the young woman dragged him away and. They went that way, and you can see two pairs of tracks leading away from where you are, further down, basically on the path you're going on. And... Uh, uh, um, and you say, did they actually manage to hurt you? Uh, not me, senor. Not me, but uh, they, they... One of them, the man, uh, managed to... Um, he 
bit my son his mouth these teeth he bit my son on his chest mm. um at this point flint's gonna stand up and he's gonna roll the um sun over mm -hmm. and i want to have a look at the sun's chest you were in the basement in the museum weren't you if i remember right? i was yeah it's the same it's a similar wound that you saw in trinidad rizzo only Whereas you remember that her body had been completely sucked dry of fat as if it had been like deflated. The sun still, while the sun obviously looks ill, looks very pale. He's not at that stage. He's mm. he's still alive. He's still got some fat in him. Yeah. He's just in a bad way and there's just like this gaping open bloody wound on his chest. <clears throat> and I explain, we've got... Uh... We've got a doctor in our group. My doctor. companions have just gone to uh, collect them. Oh, they might please. be able to help us son. If we can help, oh please, senor, if you can help, oh please. I um, I, I, I have no money to, uh, I have no money to pay. Uh, Do not worry about money. It's a dangerous world out there, and yeah. Um. Just beware of anyone called Mendoza, if you find them. Mendoza, Mendoza, the name is... I do not know the name. Um, or Larkin. Uh, I, I will, senor, however, I, I do not know the names. Um, but I will, <coughs> I, will, I, will, I will keep an eye out. If they appear, stay clear. They're trouble. See, <laughs> uh, si, senor, see. Si. I think it's probably at this point that the rest of the party catches up. And Dr. Bauer, even though Dr. Bauer is still quite pale and feeling quite queasy, as soon as he sees the boy on the ground, his training just like kicks in immediately. He goes over and starts tending, starts tending to the boy, starts applying bandages, applying various like um, salves or various um, lotions to the boy, trying to basically just trying to patch him up and bandage him up and make sure he's not going to die. I would say along the lines as well, like getting you only want a photo of this and all. I don't know if you got a shot of it last time. Is Gideon going to take a photo of this? <laughs> Definitely. Just a nice wide shot of this mysterious otherworldly wound being treated. Hmm. The rain kind of messes it up, but <laughs> it's good enough. Yeah. Dr. Bauer stands up and says, well, I have done all I can for him. He will not bleed out. He will he will survive at least for the next couple of days, but you really must get him to, um, to a proper doctor, get him back to Puno and get him to a proper doctor. Um, is your house near here? Is your Where do you live near here? And Julio says, um, as translated, obviously. Other Jackson will to be translating. And um, Julio says... Um, uh, CC, my farm is uh, very near here. Um, I can, um, if you wish to, I can um, offer you a, a bed for the night and um, some food in th as way of saying thanks. That would be greatly appreciated. Right. And we'll keep an eye out for um, for those people you saw. Ah, see, si. gracias, senor. Muchas gracias. And so, 
I think I can probably as you head back, you help this, you help the, you help the farmer Julio take get his son back to the farm, and um, it's a very modest farm. It's obviously like you know not, um, <coughs> not very well to do. It's somewhat run down, but it keeps the rain out. You do get some good, um, f good food down you, some good hearty food down you, and you probably sleep on the floor in the main room because it's not a very big farm. It's only him and his son, so it's not a very big farm. But um, maybe a cramped night you spend in the farm. Clint would probably sleep uh, kind of on the porch of the house, keeping a watch. It's uneventful. N nothing comes. It's like you're twitching, get every movement that you see, but nothing, there's nothing there. It's just like mm -hmm. you think you hear things creaking, but nothing. It's an uneventful night, and nothing comes. Nothing comes through the doors. There's no, no mm -hmm. unexpected visitors through the doors. Okay. Oh, that's good. And halfway during the night, Flint would literally kick Denver awake again. Oh, thank Right, right. You know what? I keep telling you to give me a kick. I don't even like that. Oh, God, you got me right in the ribs. I'm just oh. following instructions. Right, I, I'm going to come up with better instructions than that side of things. Wake me up with a cup of coffee in the future, man. Right? That would be really painful, though. <laughs> oh no! Love, I love these Let's characters. Go through recruits again. Oh. <laughs> I thought we'd do this splendidly. We'll reach the temple today, repair the seal, and this whole buried demon business can be put behind us. Yes, I can imagine it's going to be exactly as easy as that. I'm glad you agree. Optimism sarcasm. Flint just sort of sighs and kind of walks out the room ready to go. So the next morning, dawn dawns, as dawn is wont to do. Um, the farmer gives you another breakfast, a very simple but very hearty breakfast. Um, outside, weather has changed again and it's dry outside. Sun shines and he points you in the direction that his attackers went. And as I said before, it is the same general direction that you are going in as well. Um, Flint would be trying to follow the tracks as best as he can. I'm going to have to ask for a hard track fall because it was raining the previous day. So I will need a hard track roll. Oh, for goodness sakes. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to spend luck to make that an extreme, just because? <laughs> It'd be one point. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm quite happy with that hard, thank you. Crumbs all the good <laughs> rolls tonight. Um, even though it has it was raining yesterday quite heavily, and even though a lot of the mud has washed away the tracks, you do still find the odd thing here and there, like broken branches or grass that didn't quite spring up correctly. Mm. Um, you managed to follow it. <clears throat> takes most of the day probably like early afternoon mm. getting towards night time and you arrive you crest the top of a hill a, a rather rocky hill and you look over the hill and you look over the hill and you see 
this. A giant black square. Zoom out. Oh, zoom out. <laughs> zoom out. You need to zoom out. As you look... Slowly, as you... that is the most terrifying thing we'll ever see in Call of Cthulhu. As you look, as you crest the top of the cliff, you see nestled on a plateau what must be the ancient ruins. You see a wall, stone wall, surrounding a complex. You see what looks like a pyramid, or a rather short pyramid, with a large crack in its roof. You see various ruined bits of walls. You see... Make me spot hidden, actually, just to see... Just to see. I have a feeling that this is not going to be quite as simple as we thought. Dang, I'm no use today. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, Flintlock gets a hard success. <laughs> and Gideon gets a hard success. And Tim gets a hard, gets a regular success. <laughs> gets a hard success. Oh, wow. So oh, getting that coffee really messes with your eyes. Ugh, it's been kicked in the ribs, I tell you, more than anything else. One of the I first think it things. kidneys and all. One of the first things you notice is when you reach this area, it's completely silent. Mm. You don't. You don't hear any birds. In fact, you hear wind like rustling through the various hat, various like nooks and crannies and caves. You also see there's no plant life growing here at all, as if, as if there's like nothing here for it to grow on, like no life here at all. Those of you who've got your hard successes, <laughs> you see, as you look over the pyramid, you see two figures standing on top of the pyramid. They are waiting for us. And do they look like they've spotted us, or is it too hard to tell? No. As you watch, <laughs> they're not looking your direction. As you watch, one of them seems to bend down over the crack. Mm -hmm. Like crouching down over the crack. Mm -hmm. And then, that one stands up. And the other one also bends down, crouches down over the crack. And I've got a picture of this. To go in the black box? Oh. Oh. That doesn't look fun. Oh. That's why they drink the fat. They bring it back. Like 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 a mother bird feeding its baby, except the opposite. And once the second figure stands up, having finished whatever it is doing. They both climb down the pyramid and out of sight. You can't see where they're going to. They bring the nutrition back to the, the nest, Wait. I suppose. What are you talking about? It's, it's like, it's like ants. Do you know about ants? They, they... I know ants. They're on the floor running around. <laughs> yes, they're running around with food and bringing it back to their their nest Wait. Or, or queen Wait, what have you seen that I haven't and I know there's a building over there and all that side of things but what have you seen which is seeing that I have an artist's eyes I notice details at a distance they're doing something up there and it looks like they're vomiting oh no yes so, so you are you saying that they're feeding something that is 
My amateur suspicion, yes. Right. Next big question. They're obviously feeding into somewhere, and I see that we've got a big building over there. Is it into something which this gold bar will block off? I feel we will not find that out unless we go down there to look. And keep an eye out for the two that we know down there. Alright, fine, fine. Nero's getting hopeful for a moment. Who would have thought that we'd need a spyglass for this one? Right. Fine. Once we overcome them, we can see, put an end to this, this horrible thing. So hang, hang on, you see that uh, you saw some people vomiting over there, right? Yes. The... Uh, where did they go? So when we go down... Uh, I think they're around the back somewhere. Oh, grand. So we don't know, you don't know where they are. Okay. Right. Uh, Lynn, I think we're going to have to jump back into this again. Uh, Tim, 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 you yeah, archaeological yeah. beauty, you. Hang on a second now, you darling. Okay, okay, okay. You know more about this kind of stuff than any of us. You actually deal with the archaeology stuff, not just read about it, not just think about it. So, okay, uh, you you taking a look at this this site. What do you take from it, and where where can we find our advantage? Hmm. Tim, well, just make properly. I just to say, okay, Tim, can you make okay. me an archaeology roll, please? <laughs> yes. Oh wait, did I double click? I think I doubled click. You didn't double oh, click. Wait, no. I've never seen anything like this before in my life. I was really hoping I wouldn't hear you see that. Alright then. Maybe you'll get right. better when we're closer up. Aye. In which case, military training kicks in on this one. Right. This time, before we go, before we go ahead, running ahead of things, we got a little bit excited. I did too. We need to come up with a signal. We need two signals. One, we're in trouble. Two, it's okay. You can come. I was so, going to say, gunshot in the air. We're in trouble. <laughs> Aye, that is gunshots. a damn good signal. <laughs> the moment that you hear a gunshot, or just gunshots in, trouble, in general. Dude, come on, run. So, gunshot, big trouble. Come as quick as you can, or be wary. Uh, yes. Second one, what do we do for the sake of it's okay, come by? So, we need something which is loud enough and all this sort of thing, I mean, which isn't going to attract everyone. Now, my mind is we do for a light signal. Uh, I've got enough shiny stuff on me when it comes down to it. Do you all have something shiny on you? How about just the classic kerkor? Because unless you can scream over long distances, kerkor doesn't necessarily work. Tookie tookie light. There are no birds around. You'll know who you are. And that's the other side of me. Excuse me, allow me. No, no, no. Don't be loud. There are still things around here, don't forget. Now, we, we can't be too loud, and plus the other side of things, an audible cue, or shy of a gunshot or a baby crying, I might not hear. Once again, I've got a slight problem with a chip on the ear, thanks to firing guns and going through warfare. 
So this is the reason why I say something shiny and we use the sun. We have the sun today. When we get inside the building, that's a different matter entirely. I agree with you. But for now, let's use what we have. Agreed. I think a si light signal might be the best course of action. Certainly. Right. Do we all have something? Anything metal? Anything or glass or anything like that? Anything which can reflect the sun? I'll just distribute some spare lenses from, from the camera, just to, just for right. ease of... Wonderful. Excellent. Right, we have our signal lenses. We have everything which we require, in which case, I'm going to suggest that, with no offence to you, you find yourselves a place to secure yourselves for the time being, and keep a damn good eye out for us. If you see any trouble, I want you to flick that light into our eyes straight away. If we see it's safe, we'll fly the light over to you. Alright? You're going to be our eyes from the distance. We are going to go in. And... Don't tell me. Pulls his uh, Jaguar hood <laughs> up over his head. Can I ask you, who, who is we who are going to go in? Right. Well, all of us, aren't we? Right. What I'm saying is, for the time being, we want a a couple of you so you can keep an eye on the outside. So those who aren't that good at fighting, I suggest you stay back. You keep an eye on this whole location, as you can see better than we can when we get down there. If you see any trouble, you signal us. We cannot provide sniper support with handguns. We need to be in the... Oh, no, no. I'm not asking you to be snipers here. I'm asking you to keep an eye out. Because if there's trouble and you give us a signal, we can stay, we can hide. If we don't know it's coming, we don't know what we're looking for. And we could walk into it, God knows anything. I suppose we can try, but once... If things start going bad, I'm coming down there to join you. Hey. So... There. there. I'm not going to stop you on there. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna position these. So Gideon is on the cliff, providing lookout. Denver's going down into the Denver's going going down. Yeah, Denver's going down. down. Flint's going down. Jackson is also going to come with you. I should bring Jackson onto the board. Actually, Jackson is coming with you. Um, Bauer is going to stay with on the because he's not going to be much use in this. Tim, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. I think I'll go down to investigate. Okay, Correct. so... See if I can get a closer look at that pyramid. Very well. See anything, anything of use, you let us know, alright? Right. Whether all it's something right. dangerous or otherwise, we need to know anything. Bear with me one moment, please. <laughs> While I just and here's the moment you realise that you screwed over the GM's plans. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, isn't that every Call of Cthulhu <laughs> slash tabletop game ever? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. So, that's the nature of things. As you scramble down the cliff, you see like it's all like packed dirt or silt, and there's dirt <clears throat> banks leading up to these walls, which you're able to scramble over quite easily. Now that you're closer, you see that it looks like the top of a pyramid. The top of the walls as if the main structure was buried under has been buried over years you also see sticking out of the ground these tall chimneys possibly you think you see that several of them have got stone slabs over them which you cannot move they just like take too much strength to move 
However, one of them, this one here, the stone slab has been cracked. You also see towards, as you get into the complex, down here, a pit that's been filled with bodies of varying states of decay. Arms, legs, just lots of lots of flesh, just lots of rotting flesh and flies buzzing about. But at the moment, you don't see anybody else around. Where the hell did they get to? Right. Do we know uh, how long the bodies have been there for? You look at it. Doesn't take much to look to see that they've been there for a very long time. Some of them may even have been here for some years, as you see the odd bones. Mm. Oh, yeah. Before anything else, then. Mm. I was going to say, and what appears to be uh, down that chimney that's kind of not covered up. You look down the chimney and the sun doesn't penetrate very far down <clears> it. <throat> Probably um, only a few feet down it before it seems to go in black. So just by what you see on this from the sun you can't see very far down it. By chance with uh Provisions and items which we, we would have got. Would it be any chance we might have collected a flare? I'll say yes. I'll say yes. Any source of light that you, any particular source of light you want. I'm not going to say we use this yet. We take a look at everything, everything else in the nice clear sun first. But we can light a flare to go down, and we can get a better view of what's down there. Hopefully. And just to just to finish off, just to cover all the cover all the things, yeah. you look at the pyramid, and I said the pyramid looks like it's the top of the pyramid. The rest of it is buried underneath, but it's a stepped pyramid, and each step is about five feet in height. So you can it is climbable, but you'd have to pull yourself up one step at a time. I want to take a look at the top there. You see there's vomiting uh, up the top and into the damn thing, so I want to see what they're vomiting into. Yes. Um, so, only the two of you, or is Tim going to... I would suggest only you? two of us, so we can uh, take a look at this without too much fear, too much well, issue. Helping each other, it takes no time, almost no time at all for you to reach the top of the pyramid. And in front of you, it's a very flat roof, and there is oh. this crack down it. And... The crack is very slight. As you look, it's only about five inches wide at its widest point. Um, but as you get there, this smell hits you. The smell of corruption, of decay, hits you, and you see flies buzzing around this crack. Well, it's flat or not, they've definitely been doing something down there. Uh, Certainly smells bad. I suggest we. Uh, can you see anything down there? I was hoping you wouldn't see that. Okay. I gotta get down as close as I can and just sort of try and get a good look into the crack. You see, it's only a slight crack. Yes, yes. It'd be once, best to look in there. Once again, unless you're using. You are specifically telling me you're using a source of light. The sun doesn't penetrate very far down, but. Right. You, can make me a listen roll. 
both of us, or...? Both of you, both of you. Can't see anything, let's give this a try. That's a no. Oh. oh, no, no, you don't hear anything. Come on, let's see. Just go ahead and try and smack as much crap out of me ears as possible before I do this. <laughs> Come on! Ah. You don't really hear anything over the wind if you're listening. Are you going to try uh, and look in? So, did you say you're going to try and look into the crack? I did try to look into the crack. And I said, yeah, unless you want to use a light source, you can't see anything down there. Just That's what you say, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to see the light source. We said we'd take a look down the chimney, and I got the flare for that. I don't know if we've got multiple flares or whether we've only got the one, but I don't want to waste it. I'll say you have on two a or crack. Three. I'll say you have two or three. You have as right. many as you will require. In which case, for the sake of actually traveling, I'll probably see the maximum we would ever carry would probably be about three. Unless the rest of you want to disagree. I'm happy to go with that. Right. In which case, we have a total of three. In which case, I'm going to use the first one. I'm going to take a crack. I want to see what's in there. Cool. And I want to see if there's anything alive in there. Right. So. Flint, what are you doing? Um, I'm just keeping an eye uh, on where we know our companions are and I'm keeping an eye um, kind of to make sure if, if anything's sneaking up on Tim down below. Okay. Tim and Jackson. Jackson is also down there. Let's just... Uh, yeah. Just Am I seeing anything from my position of Overwatch? You've seen Denver and um, Flint climb up to the top of the pyramid. You don't quite have angle on Tim or Jackson. Okay, so can I see? Do I have a little arrow? Can I see down here? Are they are there a bunch of horrible leech monsters about to sneak up this side? No, you don't see anything down there. As far as you can tell, oh, there's like the only signs of life where you are. Where they are. <laughs> so, Denver, walk right. me through this. Walk me through this. What do you do? I find myself a decent location where it's wide enough that I can get a decent view or realize I can get my eyes in at a decent point, try and clear away as much of the muck as I can before I do so. Basically trying to prepare as quick as I can the best opportunity of this as I can. Especially knowing that if there is just been feeding it with a load of fat, I'm about to throw fire onto a heaping pile of fat, in which case we might even be getting a bit of flame coming here. So I'm trying to prepare myself to, one, look in and see as much as I can, and two, roll away if necessary. Okay. In which case, once I've got myself prepared, basically pulling the flare ready, and pulling drop the flare, drop and then just slamming my head down to try and see what's inside. You watch as the flare tumbles end over end into the blackness. You see as it reaches, well it doesn't reach the bottom of the cha of the cat of the chamber. You see it land on a seething semi-fluid mass of oops, I didn't want to turn that one on, I'm gonna turn that one off. You see it land on a semi-fluid mass of rotten congealed white matter. It writhes restlessly, folding in on itself with bubbles of putrescence forming constantly on its iridescent surface. Nodules of its flesh break off and crawl across the mass like worms and are then reabsorbed. You see your flare land on this white mass, this indescribable white mass. 
and then the fat just like closes over it and it's gone. Denver Smith, can you make me a sanity roll? Oh, going with my roll so far? No. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, I can. How are you so, so sane? That's amazing. Well, I've seen a lot of things. Well, it's not over. It's not over yet. It's not over yet because <laughs> for passing that sanity roll, one d six sanity. Oh. <laughs> for passing, Jesus. Two. Only two sanity. But it's still like enough to make you re recoil in horror. I, I will say, if you if you failed that, it would have been a one d twenty. Oh. I see. So, uh, am I cancelling down the numbers on the left or the right? Um, if you go to the if you go to the map, you got a um. It's the red. It's the um. It's the blue number on your character on your character token on the map. Oh no no! I know that when it comes down to it, I am. Basically, I'm trying to remember which. My mind's gone at this point. Sorry. Sorry. What is the what the is eighty-five out of eighty-five? Which one am I taking down? Is it the total amount of the eighty-five, or is it the just of the eighty-five? Just of the eighty-five. Just of the eighty-five. Okay. So just the yeah, just if you do it on your character token, it probably work. It, it'll work. It'll work there. So yeah. Oh, fair enough. I might have. All right, hang on. I'll do that on the character token instead then. Yeah, you've done it anyway. So you're eighty-three, eighty-five. Oh, All right. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> Back to that again. <laughs> so you were very lucky there. I'll tell you that much. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I've seen a lot of things. Yes. Um. <laughs> You just get the feeling that you just looked upon something indescribable, something outside your experience. I... And nobody else oh. hasn't seen it. The other two down the bottom haven't seen it. You're the only one who's seen this. I'm going to see this one to Flynn right here there. Says, I know you haven't seen down there, and I, we, don't, we don't have much to play with for the sake of uh, getting rid of anything, but I... Uh, I hope you understand when I see this that uh, that shook me. Flint kind of looks at him a bit odd and like he's like, "All right, we'll proceed with caution then." I. You just. I. I, it's, it's, I, I just don't know how that works. You, you just take a moment to yourself. We're in Tip. unknown territory here. Aye. Tim, Aye. Aye. Tim Sullivan, mm. give me a spot hidden roll, please. As you're probably searching with Jackson, you're searching down the bottom. Okay, spend luck on that if you want to to make that into a pass or or not if you want to save your uh, luck. Uh, I got thirty four luck. I can afford to spend a few. Okay, so spend six luck to make that into a pass. Okay. And. You see, as you've been looking around, you look. You you've been examining. I'll say you've been examining the tar the pit with the bodies in it. You see a tunnel in the side of the pit. Probably about fifth. Probably about um. Probably just a few feet below this, a few feet down. You can see at like, the top of what looks like the top of a tunnel that leads underground. 
Hello. I'm just gonna get the lights. And hey. Jackson, Jackson Crossan says he sees it as well, basically. So yeah. Uh, Gideon, you still see nothing at the top. You just see the people moving around. Oh, this is so distressing. Okay. I guess I, take I, I guess I take out my camera and start taking like a wide shot of the of the temple for something to do. Okay. Because it looks really cool. <laughs> um, Denver and Flint, I take it you'll be climbing down the pyramid now. Aye, aye. Yes. Sorry, I just went to get the light. That's, okay, yeah. Dark, yeah. Same here, yeah. Um, so, Flint and Denver, you are, you go back to the bottom of the pyramid. Dev looking a bit paler than he did when he went up. You meet up with Tim and Jackson, and you now have two possible entrances into the in, in, inside. The ruined right. chimney here, and the tunnel that's buried under a load of bodies down here. Right. Uh, before we do anything else, we should get down our other compatriots. We'll talk over what we've seen, and we can make our plans to go forth. Yeah, Flint's going to get out the little lens and direct it over to uh, Gideon and okay. the Doctor. Do you go down them? I guess so, yeah. I mean, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm no use up here. I've got my shot. I'll... I'll leave the doctor where he is because he's still looking pretty ill and head on down. Yeah, he can stay where he is. And Denver, do you tell the others what you saw? I'll do my best to explain what I've seen down there. And I need you to take a moment here. Listen to me. It's going to sound mad. It's going to sound crazy. But I know what I saw. We don't have too many of these light sources to waste to try and find another to for you to go and take a look for yourselves, and I don't think it's a wise thing for you to anyway. The first thing which I've got to say about whatever's down there is it is big. Now, it was hard for me to tell whether it was a huge mass of random things which have come together to make it look like it's a lot bigger than it actually was, but it was big. Almost like gelatinous sort. So it kind of looked like he was alive, a whole sort. So he would pulse and move and think and collide. And it is an ooze down there, a living ooze. A gelatinous ooze. It seems to be, at least as far as I understand it. I I I don't understand it, and yet it. Look, I, there are bits of science I don't know. I know there is that, that bacteria and a few other bits and pieces which can play around and do other things, but I've never seen anything do that. I'm sure it was just a larger version of the leech things. We'll, if we find it... But this there, is the thing. It put, it, out, it put out fire. And not just regular fire. I mean... These flares, they, they burn at a high... They're made so that they'll burn in, in water and all that sort of thing. They burn at such a high level and heat that you can effectively cook with these buggers if you really wanted to. And it just put it out. It 
lather itself up, slam down on top of it and put the light out, as if it was eating whatever had just been dropped within there. I'm not even eating more. Taking it in. Then we'd best be sure to not get too close to it. Aye. My exact point in entirely. By the way. And we're back. Sorry about that. Few technical <laughs> difficulties there. Um, yes. So those of you, we last left it with a sanity roll from those of you, from everybody going through the um, channel pit. So. Um, oh no. Those of you who pass, one sanity point, please. Those of you who fail, one d four sanity points. <laughs> right. Right. I so lose I get some from looking in, and that's it. Right, so do I remove a point or add a point? You remove one san you take one sanity damage for losing for for passing that. Would that bring me down to sixty four out of sixty four or sixty four out of sixty five? Um sixty four out of sixty five. Leave your uh... Very good. So I take it that's uh Three points of sanity lost from me. That's three points of you, yep, and two points for Denver, yep. Yep. Nice there to see uh, the sanity rules are still doing well for me in a different <laughs> campaign. Uh, it's not doing too good for me, though. Slowly losing it. <laughs> That's what happens when you go in first. <laughs> it's very heroic, but it's very bad for you. Ain't gonna stop me none, though. I've still got a lot of brains to lose. Right, so you scramble through the bodies, the dead bodies, and you end up... I'm, I'm not going to move your characters across. I'm just going to show you where this is. If I can find the fog of war. There we are. You end up mm. here. Oh, good. Leads away into the blackness. Does it... Does it stop or does it carry on? It carries on into the blackness. Right. In which case, uh, I'll pull out a torch and... And as you're down here, hand. this your noses have probably become um, numb to this by now, but the smell is just terrible. I'm gonna smell well. I'm gonna say that as if you're walking down because there's only one tunnel area, that's where the tunnel when the tunnel comes to an end, um you look up, you see sunlight coming down. This is where the chimney was, the open chimney was. And a passageway leads off to your left and a passageway leads off to your right. And there's been come... nothing coming out behind us. Nothing coming out behind you, no. Right. I'm Make a signal for you to hold back a little bit as I slowly sort of shuffle up close as I can, trying to keep the lamp as sort of shaded as best I can with me in hand as I just want to take a quick look around the corner. Is there anything which sort of goes to show that this is an obvious way to go? Um, not really. Not from what you can see. All right. In which case, uh, knowing that the temple is over to the left-hand side from where we came in, I wanted 
shine the torch down the right side. Basically, okay. see if there's anything behind us before we move forward. You shine your torch down the right-hand side, and the first thing you see is glittering from lots and lots of gold pieces. You can see watches, coins, rings, jewelry, all that sort of stuff. You also see some bedrolls in this chamber, and lying on two of the bedrolls, you see two figures. And it's the same two figures you saw up on the up on the top of the um, up on the top of the pyramid. One man with scraggly hair, scraggly beard, wearing ancient style clothing. One young woman wearing fairy modern clothing. Both of them just lying on their back as if they were dead. I have they made any sign that they're moving at all after that? No sign. No sign that they're moving. I know where I know. No sign. I just want to take a look down the other side. I know where I flick up. No and sign. Take a look down the left passage. Well, he's doing that. I have a. I'm. I take up my handgun and ve in very shaky hands. And it is a case of I make <laughs> a signal to see that there are two down there, and basically try and do my best to make an impression that they're lying still. They're 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 down. Yeah, they don't move. They don't react at all. And and flashlight down the left passage rather than the right. Flashlight down the left passage. Let's see. Let's do. Let's reveal some of that. Probably gets to about here. You see. You see some. You see another passageway branching off down here. Oh, my ping isn't working. Um, because I'm on the wrong thing. You see, branching off down here. You see a bit further down this passage. You also see a bundle of rags. Just on the edge of where your torch is. It's there. Okay. Right. I sort of bring in for a second whisper. We have what looks like a dead end over on the right hand side. With two in there. They look like they're corpses at the moment, but we've seen them. They do that trick. So I say, we go, we handle them first. We go, give them the old gold bar treatment, and then we start making our way down there. The fact that I can see a bundle of rags, though, I'm a bit concerned about that. I don't know why. They seem out of place. Anything which is out of place don't seem right to me. So, we agreed. We head down right first and take care of that lot. I agree with you. Uh, I will stay back and prepare to shoot any for if uh, for whatever reason you fail to get them with the gold bar. At least I can slow them down a bit for you. Good, good. I think at this point, Plain, I know you've been holding up the rear bit. I think I'm gonna need your hand in there. You've hogtied a few animal in your time, as you've been telling us. We might just need you to help hold one of these down while I get you do one and then the other. So you have for it. I'm more than willing to help. Um, I, I, I if still anyone else wants to offer this assistance instead, trust me, but I agree, we also need firepower as well, just in case. 
I definitely uh, think someone okay, needs okay. to. Okay, In which case, Tim. I know you're more about the archaeology side of things, and who knows, maybe you can find some use with this gold in here. If it potentially has any connection to what we're currently holding, it might be something of use. Uh, but at the same time, do you feel strong enough to come and give us a hand? I As we do. try and take down these two. Alright. In which case, hold our back. If you see things go terribly wrong, you come and you help us. In the meantime, as so quietly as you can, let's try and sneak in there. And let's try and put an end to these two before we start off with anything else. You agree? Yeah. Agreed. Correct. Oh, why did it have to be stealth? Right. Okay, okay. Just getting the coat bar as ready as possible to get ready for... The whole slam down situation. I was gonna say, uh, Flint will have his gun aimed at the nearest, well, whichever one uh, Denver's planning mm. to go after first. In case it starts raising up. They don't react as you approach, they just like, if you didn't know better, you would think they were just like completely dead bodies, they just do not react at all. Alright. Tim, here's what I need you to do. I want you to grab anything you can that you can use to pin them down if they had a blanket on top of them I'd say just jump on top of it if you find some rope if you've got anything like even your jacket just to hold his limbs in place and make things a bit easier for you you are going to use your body weight to hold them down whichever one you start to aim for I'm going to go for the other one immediately giving the gold bar treatment alright all right. All right, make your choice. Let's go for this. So, which one are you going to go for, the man or the young woman? Uh, the young woman. Right. Again, myself up for the man. She doesn't react. None of them react. So, tell me, tell me what you do. Tell me what you do. Right. I'm waiting for Tim to jump onto the the young woman with whatever he's got to try and hold her down. The moment I see that, as I'm going to jump on the, the man and try and slam this straight into his head and try and use my legs to pin his arms down as I do so. Uh, yeah, Tim basically attempts to hold the young woman down. I'm not going to make you roll for it this time. Um, you managed to hold her down. She probably starts waking up, but she's still very groggy. Um, she's not really posing a threat to you. And Tim, you... No, sorry, Denver, you said you were going to bring the gold bar down onto the man's head? So pretty much the same sort of mentality. I'm trying to land my legs onto his arms. Yep. And then going gold bar straight for the head. Okay. Again, he like opens his eyes. Like You see his mouth start to form. And then you just like bring the gold bar down, and again it's just like this burning sound, this sizzling sound as you just bring the gold bar straight through his head, and again his body decays into ash very rapidly. Immediately spin round, and basically, while well, you're still holding her down, Tim, gold bar to the head again. Same again. A um, few seconds after a few moments, there's nothing left of them but ash. Flash. 
<laughs> Quickly at this point, I'd like to just flash the flashlight around the room up and down, just make sure there's nothing else in this room. Um, just lots Before of we gold. Can jump by something behind us. Just lots of gold treasure, like I said. All right, Tim. Tim, I mm -hmm. need you now. Use your expertise, please. Let us know. Is there anything in this gold pile like this gold bar? Anything you think that is similar enough that we might let us give it a try? And I hand over the gold bar and at the same time go and use the flashlight to give it an all clear signal mm -hmm. down to flame. Um, Tim, you examine the gold. It's coins, jewellery, watches, various knickknacks, historical, modern. As if they've been like, they've just been like stealing stuff. It's just like stuff they've stolen, brought here, like it's a hoard. You do reckon that you're looking at probably you can easily at a couple of hundred grand's worth of goods here, easily. Maybe this is what Larkin meant when he talked about treasure. anything be similar to the gold bar not like the gold bar no the gold bar is like a solid length of metal you don't see anything like that here perhaps given time you could melt some of the stuff down to make another gold bar like it but you don't see anything like that here <sighs> it's alright it was worth a try I should take it a look for us Flint, right. sorry, go on. No, 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 you go ahead. I was just gonna say, um, Flint's gonna kind of just whisper to Gideon, say, "I'm just going to start scouting out a little bit ahead, and start by staying within eyesight, but just uh, start pointing his gun down and listening down the other passages and having a look down them." Okay, so where you are, Flint, you'd see this passage hit. You'd see the passage leading off to the left. Mm -hmm. And if you go a little bit further down, you see where it branches off another passage yeah. coming down here. And again, yeah. as I say, you see the bundle of rags just lying in the center of the passage here. Yeah, and can I see anything if I shine a torch down this one heading south? What you can see, as you sign your torch both down both passages, you see where it's like a golden band running around the inner wall. Yeah. And this does look okay. like the gold bar that you've got. Hmm. I'm going to kind of say to Gideon, can you go get the others? Absolutely. Gentlemen, gentlemen, we found the golden portal then. Good. Right. I suggest as well. Right. I know this is going to sound bad, but we are in need of funds. And if this carries on any further and we do go back and we do do anything, we need funds. Perhaps we should collect some of this. Not much. Enough that it doesn't slow us down. I suppose so, but we've got to we've got to get the gold I know, bar I know, we have no time. I wanna grab this down. Just quick grab handfuls, nothing more. Slam it in your pockets and we're going because we don't have time. We are not treasure hoarders, we are just grabbing what we need. Agreed? You can do that. Agreed. Give me the bar. Okay. Okay. I'm pretty much just grabbing and coming with you anyway, so don't you worry. Absolutely fine. I'll say that everybody's anyway. going, so 
which way are you going to go? Are you going to go this way, or are you going to go down the passage here? I mean... Right, so we'll, we'll meet up at that little junction point, aren't we, first? Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. yes. That would have been about as far as uh, Flint would have gone. Okay. Uh, I'm happy yeah. to take lead on this, if you want. Godspeed, you've had better luck with, with sanity rolls. I have another... Just another question. One last point. Um, Tim, once again, I ask you. This, to me, looks like the same as what I'm holding in my hands with this gold bar. Is it the same? Oh, yes. Is this the one that's, like, incomplete? Or is this the one... Is this a complete one? Tim, as you look at it, and it's very obvious, yes, it is the same type... Uh, it is the same gold as the gold bar you have, but... This is an unbroken line of gold. Oh, right. so that must be down the other passage. Okay. As well as that, we know that this gold is strong against them. We come across any down here. They catch you off guard. Just try and twist them. Hold them against it. And hopefully that'll do the trick for us. That sounds like it will use a lot more... Um wrestling than I have ever done before but it sounds like sound advice it doesn't have to be wrestling you can aim for their ankles take out a weak point and they'll fall you can make them that they'll fall into that wall all the better if not you leave it to us and uh, just do as much as you can to delay I'm gonna say okay. bite kick scream scratch do whatever you day. need to I will not be biting but the rest maybe alright now the real question is, we have rags going down one side, and I don't know why, but I have half an inkling. They can't touch this stuff, and they might be slowly trying to get rid of this stuff. You don't think that the rags might be holding some of this stuff? Can I borrow the bar? I'll let you borrow the bar, yeah, absolutely. I trust you. Flint's going to take uh, the bar and he's going to start heading towards the rags. Right. And then he's going to gingerly... I'm Matilda ready. <laughs> he's going to gingerly poke at the rags on the floor. As you approach the rags, you see that it is decayed body, advanced state, very advanced state of decay, in decayed, wrapped in decayed wool and cotton. And you poke the rags, you say, the rags themselves. Uh, well, just the... I fought those rags, but uh, I'll poke yeah. the body itself. Um, I'm going to have to take your first answer, I'm afraid, because as you poke the body, the rags start to move. And what you've only read about or seen pictures of seems to come to life in front of you as this thing stands up in front of you. And it opens its mouth, and it's like this putrescence comes out of its mouth as it reaches towards you. And as you look God's at it, you sake, see hit it with the bar. You see the empty yeah, eye socket, and you see something white moving inside the eye socket, inside its head. Mm -hmm. I'm going to try and hit it with the bar. Uh, make me a fighting brawl check, please. Come on. We have never successfully wielded this thing as a weapon, ever. 
I'd like to run in and try and help and fire while I'm at it. Well, I think this is going to be initiative now, so let me just get Dang the it. dex values. Um, <laughs> okay. So, can you all give me your dexterity values, please? I need to add your... 75. 73. 60. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, oh dear, it's added you twice. Never mind, let me just repair that. Oh no, 40. It's alright, I don't mind going 40. twice in a round. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever Jackson's is. Oh, that's the wrong one. You'd think I would be. I'm sure I was ready for this and I looked it up and it didn't there. <laughs> It's always the way. It's always the way. Jackson's at 65 as well. The bundle of rags is at the bottom of the turn order, actually. Good. Good. <laughs> I won't bother putting you on the board. So, let's rearrange this as this... It's a mummy. That, for all intents and purposes, it's a mummy coming towards you. Flint, what do you want to do? Um, right, so you're going to have to keep me in, uh, right in how combat works in Cthulhu. Sure. If I try and back up, is it going to get like an opportunity attack or something on me? It doesn't get an opportunity attack, no. What I'll say is... Um, you, I'll say you can you can back up. It's trying to grab you, so what I'll say is, can you make me a fighting brawl check as it tries to grab you? Or you can no, make either a fighting brawl or a fighting check or a dodge check. One, uh, your choice. I'll go with dodge. Okay. You managed to duck out of the way as it's trying to grab, trying to reach out and grab you. Yeah. Um, Denver, I think that's it. that's. I'll say that's your turn. I just want to back up down the corridor. That's and, fine. Yeah. Uh, passing them, I want to pass the gold bar to Denver if I can. Right. Denver. Yep. Grabbing the gold bar, I want to charge in and I want to try and sort of once again grabbing the gold bar with two hands and try and force into this mummy. Back onto the ground. Your sure thing, make me a. Um, this will be a maneuver. So let me just check the build. What's your build? Um, I think your build is one, isn't it? Do you have a damage bonus? This thing doesn't. Uh, I don't know where I'm looking for that. Sorry, combat. It'd be on your, com on, your, on your combat tab if you've got. Combat you've is got... one. Okay, so you can. So make me a fighting. Make me a fighting brawl check. Fighting brawl roll, and I need to make one for this for this thing. That's uh, so a regular success. And Mummy needs to make you one. Come on! Not a whole lot to be honest. It got a regular success, you're the attacker, you win. So you 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 make you make you win the attack on this one because it it got the same success level as you, but you're the attacker so you win. <laughs> oh wow. So you're just right. like shoving the gold bar into this thing's face, are you? Pretty much, slamming it into his face and just trying to get it back onto the ground and try and hold it there if this doesn't make it evaporate. <laughs> I'll say, as we're coming towards 10 o'clock, I'll say that you managed to, again, it's where the other's burnt and sizzled, this thing just like disintegrates and cracks in a pile of dust. Huh. Oh, that's you, interesting. 
you've, you've managed to hit on the fact that this gold bar is powerful and it is your best weapon against these creatures, whatever these creatures are. You see, as it cracks on the ground and you see its head shatter, you see like the lava coming out of it, the white maggot coming out of it. Before that too, gets get just like disintegrates with the gold bar, power of the gold bar. I'd like to also slam the gold bar bar into that maggot before it runs away. Yep, you can do that, and it splats quite satisfyingly. I'm pretty much just call back. Okay, bugs are dangerous. Bugs are dangerous down here. I'll just put the turn order away from that one. That was a brief combat. Say, yeah. As uh, he's shout, uh, Denver's shouting that Flint's kind of spun round with his uh, Loretta kind of drawn and ready to fire. <laughs> okay. Cloak so kind of swooshing behind him. <laughs> I apologise for the well, if that, that was a brief combat because we are coming to the end of the time and I do want to get to a certain point. So, I will say that as the as the mummy crumbles, you can see down to the end of the passageway where it turns a corner again. Right. Okay. I want to make a signal to the others that I'm going to be heading down this way and just sort of slide as much as I can across that wall and take a yep. candle down. At the other side of things, as I'm going along, I want to try and see if there is any other loose gold which is potentially in bar form. Basically, anything else which we could use as a weapon in this place, because okay. this has now proven itself to be an effective weapon in this place. You don't and see any more loose same. gold, yeah. You don't, you don't see uh, any more loose never gold. Mind. It's, all, it's all securely fastened. Are you going to the end, place you is now, yeah. Effectively... As long as I'm in this place doing this journey, I'm going to be keeping an eye out for loose gold. Okay, <laughs> so you come to here, was that? The end of the, end of the corridor here? You look down and you see the corridor comes to a corner here as well, and there's an unbroken line of gold all the way around the inside of the wall. Is it what I say? It's sort of just trying to make a signal down, is it? I think this is the pyramid from above. It's, it got buried. It must have got buried like we thought. What are you said about them, Ah, never mind, never mind. The pyramid goes down. In which case... And I'm just sort of, once again, charging forth and getting up to the next corner to look around again. We're looking for that gold, an incomplete gold gate that we know we're looking for. Aye, aye. Either that or the bit I fear, if there's a way in. Is the is case, is everybody else following you, or are you are you with them to stay? I back? don't know if the others are following. I've been making signals back as much as I can. Okay, yes. um, it's following. That would have been following us, following them. So, I'll say that you all reach this point at the same time. You will see the same thing. You reach the corner here, and you look around the co you look around the corner. Following along, I'll say that following along the line of gold, you do see a two-foot break in the band, in the gold band, a two-foot break. But you also see that there is a large crack in the wall. You see a white viscous fluid falling down this crack, and you see in front of you where the floor itself is also cracked and um, and um, sagged and um, subsided. And there is a pool of this fat in front of the in front of the gap. 
to look at it, the pool of fat is about 10 feet wide. And you don't know how deep it is. But as you watch it, you see something moving around in there. But that we is where the break is. It. That is where the break is. We need to take this very, very carefully. Because that is reminding me of what I saw before. And if there is a split in that wall, that might see be the, the same stuff. We Do you just be throw careful. the bar in it? Rope. If we Who has rope? Who has rope? We tie, we tie the rope around the bar and make sure it's secure, properly secure. So it doesn't just eat it, Smart. And that we can get it back if we don't throw it far enough. In the meantime, right. I will say, just to be clear, the gap is quite... The pool is about floor level, but the gap is about two or three feet above the ground. Well, the trick we want to find out is whether that pool is... Uh, Something we need to be afraid of. We're possibly going to have to send someone out to place it in if it's above the pool level. Yeah. I know, I but did. if we throw it into the pool, the idea is that it might destroy the goo. And if the pool reacts, we know for a fact it's dangerous, in which case you don't want nobody standing in that. Shall we poke the pool? This is the plan. If, okay, we tie, tie some rope around the gold bar. We'll throw it in the pool. Whoever's going to do the throwing, you are not someone who knows how to handle a gun. The rest of us are going to be aiming. Got it? Does that mean I'm going to have to throw it? Think so. You up for it? I guess. Um, just to say, at this point, you hear a voice behind you. Gentlemen, Mr. Hughes, Mr. Smith, you left Lima without saying goodbye. That was very rude of you. And as you look, and as you look um, behind you, you do see the familiar figure of Augustus Larkin, Louis Mendoza, and three other figures. All their mouths disjointed into to, into the teeth, into the into the leech teeth. Apart from Augustus Larkin, as you look at Augustus Larkin, you see his skin is paler than you remember. He holds himself more confidently. As you look at his eyes, his eyes are just two black pools, leading into impenetrable depths. Uh... And, that, and that is where we leave it for tonight. Hmm. <laughs> oh, you tease, you tease. And I, I guess we can't have a fight after all. Think I so. Do you have a final picture just... to show you? <laughs> this is what you saw as you approached. So, yeah. on that note, as we <laughs> hope that our doctor's feeling better by tomorrow, by the next time. Definitely, we could use the backup. <laughs> <laughs> on that note. As we bring this session to a close, let's go around the table and ask, find people's um, stars and wishes, what you want, like, and what you want to see more of. Let's start with Patrick. I'm hoping that I can finally use my uh, my uh, my social skills to at least somewhat distract them, so we might be able to sort of 
get some sort of surprise or salvage some sort of tactical initiative from these people in the next one. I particularly enjoyed just the truly hideous exploration of this horrible hellbed. <laughs> ben? I've got to say as well, the amount of tension around this particular part, literally looking in, slowly making way around and all that side of thing. I like that. The amount of built-in suspense which has actually come from this part. I love that. I want to see more of it. Uh, for the sake of favorite parts of the whole thing, though, is I think that's when it comes down to Flint going ahead and saving my head from being shot off. <laughs> <laughs> the disgruntled dad. <laughs> Brian. Uh... What I liked, uh, Gangs of Ruins. What I didn't like... No, wait. What I wish to see more of... Just more like lists. It feels very Indiana Jones-esque with less exploration. Uh, it's different from Murder on the Orient Express. Not that that's bad, but... It is a very different it's... feel to it, yeah. Yeah. And Robin. Um... I liked uh, the fact that uh, Denver succeeded on his sanity rule uh, <laughs> against that thing, because I think that could have been <laughs> quite horrific otherwise. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Definitely agree with you there. Um, and I like that it's kind of a bit of a dungeon crawl. Hmm. You don't often you don't often get that in Call of Cthulhu, no. You do get no. exploring ruins, so kind of, but yeah. Um... What I would like to see more of is me, and this goes to horror on the Orient Express, <laughs> succeeding on me sanity rules myself. Oh, brilliant. Uh, oh. Optimistic there. <laughs> no. For me, I've... Sorry. Sorry, I was just going to say, I think uh, the last three games of Call of Cthulhu I've played, I've failed every single sanity rule I've made. Oh, no. <laughs> For me, um, no. I like I enjoyed the moment when Denver, quite unprompted, I want to have a look down the pyramid. Because I was like, because like, you know... <laughs> Someone's gonna. Yep. Um, what I'd like to see more of, oh, I love the vibe, I love the play between like the characters, they're like, you know, really starting to like, you know, get the banter going between you. It's like, it's the same last time and it's more so this time as well. I like to, I like, I like that to get bigger. I like, you know, to see these guys, you know, really come like, you know, close-knit together. But yeah. And I liked the fact that we managed to bring Larkin back into it. <laughs> Only question to ponder for next time: She's supposed to be in Puno. How did he get here? I was going to mm. say that. That's the major point, which was immediately: How the devil did you get here in this amount of time? We may find the he answers out to that. Here, <laughs> we may find the answers to that not. next time. <laughs> Exciting. I'm not too so, sure. I want to find out. To be fair. <laughs> Use his slime powers. <laughs> you have been listening to Masks of Nyarlathotep, a Final Boss Fight audio podcast with Ben Lequestgiver as Demis Smith, Kieran as Dr. Reinhardt Bauer, Brian Croy Dragon as Tim Sullivan, Robin as Flint Locke, and Patrick as Gideon Faust. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please consider leaving a review. This episode was originally broadcast on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Final Boss Fight Live. We stream this and other games and campaigns every month 
with video replays on YouTube and an active Discord community. For further details, visit our website, finalbossfights.co.uk. Until next time, take up your sword and let's take this final boss down together. <laughs>